LeBron, ooh, down he goes and he grabs his ankle. LeBron with his right ankle and he's hurting. From fake against the green. Turn to some some tragic news: the deadly shootings in Atlanta, killing at least eight people. You know, um, seems like we've been here before. But before we get into tonight's game, uh, into basketball, I think it's really important that we uh, turn our attention where it should be, and that's back in Boulder. Obviously, uh, yesterday was another tragedy. Uh, hopefully, it's something that we can find a way to prevent from happening in the future. And uh, I think I speak for everyone on our team, our travel party, uh, that our thoughts and prayers, which is never enough, but our thoughts and prayers are definitely with the Boulder community and all the uh, families of the 10 innocent people who were murdered yesterday. I have to. I don't know that team. Mm, Y'all claim them. Nah, not for this season. I claim them. <laughs> I claim them. I, I have nothing against the Boston Celtics. I just think they got to get rid of um, doofus that keeps walking back and forth next to the bench. Ooh. Uh, which one? Uh, the guy who thinks he's a coach, but he's not really a coach. Oh, not Brad. Right. <laughs> not Brad. Brad been doing his thing, man. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Y'all are still in the playoff hunt, barely, but, you know. Yo, what was the last man. word you just said? What was that word? With the start word to be? Barely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the funny I thing. Actually, I actually hope the Celtics don't make it to the playoffs this year. I Y'all still in it. No, 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 just to show them, like, just what you just said, like, for them to learn their mistakes and learn how, like, they, they deserve to be punished this year, in my opinion. But it'll, the, come, it'll make them come back with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I would exactly. love to see and that. They, they need the, that. They honestly the, need that. The funny thing about that whole, like, barely thing is last week when we were talking about the 7 to 10 seed, bro, mm-hmm. the Hawks just jumped from 7 I, to 4th. To 4th. To 4th, bro. Like, what the hell? And that just, That's yeah, crazy. I'm just like, yo, like, at this point, I'm not even going to go gonna start complaining yet but okay i think a lot of it has to do with the coaching i don't know what your honest pres- thanks but oh no it's just the, the whole organization top to bottom that's it's it, that's what everybody goes. yeah danny Ainge wow. did a terrible job this year uh i'm gonna have to piggyback off of a d tristan thompson that signing it was trash um nine mil to him jeff teague you give him seven mil you see what I'm saying? You could use both. You could use 16 mil to get a solid role player. <laughs> Listen, see what I'm getting, at? and then you have the trade exception. So you could have gotten, you could have gotten two really great players, yeah. and then and then the players are playing like trash. You know, outside of JT, Jalen Brown, and Robin Williams. I mean, nobody else is really playing well. I mean, they're mm-hmm. trash. Coaching staff isn't adjusting correctly, so they're just all doing a terrible job, in my opinion. Well, if it's any consolation, we're about to hit a major slide. We gave it up to the Hawks yesterday. So. Yeah, talk I mean, about you have a reason. I mean, but yeah, we still should have. I don't know. I feel like Hawks, I, I feel like Hawks it's gonna nice be game. a difficult. It's gonna be a difficult stretch. We're probably gonna slide down to the fourth. I wouldn't even say that. We'll, we'll probably slide down to the sixth spot. No, worse than that. Let's, let's be worse than that. Yeah, you're you talking about the West. Not, this is in the East. This, you're talking about the West. There's two oh, teams behind you by by like a game or like a game and a half or something like that. Right. I think we're going to be the first low low end seed since the Rockets in 94 to make it to the finals. Wait, what, 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 what seed? What oh, seed you're not making it to the finals, bro. 
Come on, don't do me like that. No, 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 no. You, you're not making the finals. No. I'm gonna be real with you, bro. No, no. They, they, they have, they have a chance. If they, if, if the Cavs buy out, if the Cavs buy out Drummond and he decides to go to LA, you guys have the highest chance of making it back. Yeah, that's the thing. We have no interior. Well, right now we have no interior presence at all. But like, we don't have nobody to like offload off of AD, and that's our problem because AD's not Gasol is not more. Shut up. I'm actually not even being, I'm not trolling. I'm actually being serious. How you know? You're a doctor? Bro, he's had, listen, I, actually I am. Listen, that Achilles injury, he's, it's been bugging him since the beginning of the season, bro. Okay, like, we can like, save him for the playoffs. He's so, fight through it. So, yeah, so, but it's getting, it's, we'll see. You're so a Lakers what, fan. You you know better, so. Miles, yeah, Miles, Miles, <laughs> do, you think, do you think that was intentional yesterday, what Solomon Hill, Hill did? Yes. You think so? Yeah, no, it, it looked it, it it looked like a natural dive, but then I looked at it again. It looked like he kind of edged into him a little bit, so still, like think... he can knock him off his balance. But I don't think he meant to like pull on injure him. But he definitely tried to sweep his legs. Man, nah. Trez Trez needs to shut up, man, and just well, play. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like I think I think the league has gotten super soft. Like first of all, they have. That was a bas- that was a basketball play. Like, it was. It was. Also, and the fact I won't that argue with that. The fact that this is LeBron's biggest injury—that's so just funny to me. I I disagree wholeheartedly. I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as bad as his growing. He was at least able to walk off on his own strength and didn't really limp off the court <laughs> unless he was just being tough. But I, the way it's uh, looking, he's gonna be out like a good month, a good month at least. Mm-hmm. So. If he's out for a month, then it, it, like it's slide. They're falling. Yo- Johannes, Johannes, what what player do you think they should uh, they should go after? They shouldn't go after anybody. I think they should stay in house. <laughs> Listen, you got Kuzma <laughs> and Taylor Horn Tucker, bro. They can they can step okay, up. We... If Trash steps up, Schroeder steps up, they can at least have a floating chance, in my opinion. And, and Jones, yeah, ten day. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I, I, I thought. <laughs> What the hell is a Jones, bro? Exactly. <laughs> that young uh that young cat from the Warriors that we got on the ten day contract. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. guaranteed now that LeBron is a guarantee. I heard that. Jones guarantee. is gonna help you get to the uh, top three seed. Bro, this is why, why we put it, why'd you put his name in this conversation? Who the hell is a Jones, bro? <laughs> is his name Damian Jones? Is that his name? I don't know. Bro, I don't know. I'm asking you, man. I don't know who the hell Damian Jones. I, I don't even remember, the, bro. No, I, I just Miles, the one impactful. Miles, the one thing that made me cringe about that whole injury, bro, like, I hope he gets well. Don't get me wrong. I love LeBron James to death. But the fact, it, when he tweeted out, he said, this hurts me inside and out. <laughs> I, honestly, bro, like, that that's super cringy. I've, I've sprained my ankle. About that. Bro, I've sprained my ankle, like, multiple times. You know what I'm saying? I don't let, I don't, like, it's probably, like, a, a minor injury that he's going to probably get back from in two to four weeks. As I mean, said. Yeah, it's a high ankle sprain. So, I mean, that type of thing is slow to recover. He does, like, active rest and all that. He'll be okay. But, like, if they're trying to be careful and, like, really save him, they would say six weeks. But, you know, LeBron, he's bionic. So, I, I doubt it'll take that long. But he's old. That's my thing. I don't know. He does, he's not playing like how he's he, going to recover. He's not playing like he's old, though. That's facts. But he's still six. I'll tell you what, those those four weeks is probably going to ruin his chances of getting an MVP this year, which is sad. Definitely. Oh, he's not, oh, getting, he's he's not, not getting, getting MVP. No, he's not if getting If I had to give it to somebody right now, 
it would probably be Embiid if I'm being Good real. Job. Good answer, bro. It, it would have to be Embiid because he's his team. <laughs> his team is the only team I could see beating Brooklyn. They did beat them last time, but they weren't fully healthy. But we can get into all that in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we could dive um, into I, since we're on topic. Why don't we just dive into it right now? Well, hey, with that being said, um, you already hit the record button. It's been recording. It's yeah, been it's recording. Been recording. Yeah, I didn't even get to do my intro, man. All right. Well, we're just talking off the hip, then we can get into the Eastern Conference arms race that's get going down right now. Um, one of the major moves that happened recently was the Bucks getting PJ Tucker. Um, literally right before game started, pulled three players off the court right before tip off. Um, so how do you guys feel about that? You think that's gonna make a difference for them going into the postseason? Well, go ahead, Giannis. Uh, yeah, man. Listen, no, no, not at all. You're talking about getting a guy who averages four points, four rebounds. Come on, man. 36 years old. Like he's going to do a great job probably in the defensive end, but I don't, I don't see what else he's going to be capable of. It's not like a big splash. You feel me? When you got Brooklyn and Philly out there, like, I mean, they, they need role players. I mean, I only trust Giannis, Drew Holiday, Middleton, those three defense, defense to, to an extent. Well, come on, man. They got no shot, man. They, they, they'll get blown out second round again, like last year. I mean, it is what it is, but uh, good job getting P.J. Tucker. I mean, more sneakers for the team, I guess. I don't know. I, I agree with you, Hannes. Um, I think the, the trade may have helped them defensively, which they think they, they, think they were possibly lacking, but I saw a funny stat out where it said uh, – P.J. Tucker, shout out to Trevor Ariza, who just, I think, joined the Miami Heat, right? Yeah. It said, P.J. Tucker and Trevor Ariza have combined for zero points for the new team. <laughs> so, so it's like, bro, like, is, is, it, is it a good pickup? Yes. It's not a great pickup. It's not going to help you win a championship in the long run. At the end of the day, you, don't, you never know what's going to happen. The Milwaukee Bucks live and die by... Mr. Giannis Antetokounmpo, and they, they, they don't have the right pieces or the right tools around him to win one. Very true. I know that GM is punching the air right now that they traded Brogdon, though, because that would have been a – man, if they would have kept him, they would have only been better, but they didn't want to pay him all that money. So um, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a business move, you know, pers- from the defensive end, like you had mentioned earlier, Johannes, but – it's not going to – they they need some star power. That's the only way you're going to win in this league. It's a star-driven league. And if you're going to even imagine beating Philly, let alone Brooklyn, and coming in the playoffs, then, yeah, they, they're going to need a little bit more than just the P.J. Tucker to, you know, harass people on the, on the ball. But I don't think it's going to make a difference either, personally. Um, but it's looking like the playoffs is shaping up to be uh, – um, a collision course between the Bucks and the Sixers. If that does happen, uh, who do y'all put your money on? Yeah, so so honestly, bro, when when I saw you say that, I was kind of like, this guy's super freaking disrespectful. Like he doesn't even want to acknowledge the Boston Celtics going into the playoffs. And then I was like, yeah, he's a Lakers fan, so he's not even gonna acknowledge him in the first place. Listen, bro. Yes, looking at the stats and the the the, the record right now, it is Milwaukee. Brooklyn, Philly, but, 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 but 
depending on what Danny Ainge does or any other manager in the Easter Conference does within the next few days, because I think trade deadlines on Wednesday, I believe, um, depending on what happens between this, that today and then, I can't really, I can't really agree with what you said. So it's still a waiting game for me. Uh, uh, to answer Miles' question straight up, uh, the Sixers, I mean, you got nobody stopping Embiid, especially not Brooke Lopez. <laughs> All right. So you talk about the MVP of the season. You got him paired up with 6'10", Ben Simmons, who those two have been playing amazing, obviously, first seed in the East, uh, second overall in the standings. You got championship pedigree, man. You got a championship coach, Doc Rivers. Milwaukee doesn't have that. You got championship players on the team like Danny Green and Mr. Dwight Howard, you know, the GOAT, one of the greatest of all time. Milwaukee doesn't have that. All right. Giannis is going to get him. He's going to get destroyed. Listen, he wants to get to the basket. That's not going to happen with Dwight and Joel and B down low in the playoffs. All right. I'm going to tell you that straight up. Um, but going to what Abdi says, we don't know if those are the two teams that are going to come out of the East. Uh, you know, Brooklyn obviously is, is nice. They, they still need to um, learn how to play with each other and they're undersized down low. Uh, Philly has been, Philly and Milwaukee have a terrible track record in the playoffs. Uh, do I think Boston's going to make it? Hell no. They have no chance this year, no matter who they get in, in, in this trade deadline. I don't give a damn if they get Victor Oladipo. I don't, I don't really care. Their, their season is over with. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, don't, don't, don't sleep on uh, Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee. Uh, Philly. I yeah. am Listen. telling you right now, they can make the NBA finals and win it all if no. they play at the rate that they're playing at. I'm not saying I'm not saying none of those teams. I'm just saying, as, as Miles being a Lakers fan, when I saw that, I was like, this guy's just—he's being an ass. Like, he's—he's he's being a hater is what I was trying to get well, at. You know, the reason okay. being, okay, the reason being well, is his team, his team is not going to make it past the first round. Right, look, look, man, like, like, I'm letting discount y'all. Y'all being a very critical of y'all team, and that, that's what real fans do, and I appreciate that. But I wouldn't totally count them out of the little play-in tournament that they end up having. I, <laughs> I would say they could – I could say they could make – if they win the little AAU tournament, they could get in, possibly. But so, I wouldn't totally be disrespectful because I'm just saying hypothetically because we don't know what the standings are going to look like in the playoffs. So also, if they do end up playing each other, you know, that's going to be a heated rivalry that I would very much so enjoy watching. Also, 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 I feel like Johannes just wanted to plug in Dwight Howard because he's killing me in fantasy. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take the L this week, I guess. But he's the only reason he's plugging in Dwight Howard is because of that. I just, I just want to put that out there. No, that's not the only reason, but that is definitely a reason. Um, that's I amazing. Wanna, I don't want to see. I didn't want to even put him on blast to say I'm beating him. He, he brought it on himself. But no, do I mean Dwight's been doing his thing with Joel Embiid, and like I said, if they play Milwaukee, Giannis is gonna get destroyed in the paint. He won't get what he wants. All right. I you got agree. a 6'10 Ben Simmons on him. If he gets past Ben Simmons, you got Embiid and Dwight down low. Pick your poison. Hey, I I agree. They got more star power, Philly, and they got more depth. And that's what it's gonna take to even come close to beating a team like Brooklyn. Speaking of which, y'all think if they were to go a good seven games or or however many games you think it would take. Um, can Philly actually, if it that does happen, can they actually knock off Brooklyn? Because they did beat them 124 to eight last in the previous game, but they weren't fully ho- healthy. Um, I think in this matchup, if I think they play this month at the end of this month, um, 
it's gonna it's gonna come down to the wire. It might even go double OT in my opinion. Kyrie's probably gonna get guarded by Thibel, uh when he's healthy. Or, well, since he is healthy and he's playing, and if KD is back by then, well, who knows? We'll see. I think Harris is gonna be the one to guard him. And I, I, if I'm being real, he's gonna get he's gonna get busted buckets like on in in his face. So, what do y'all think? Y'all think that it could go down to the wire, and if it were to be a playoff seating, or what the result would be? Um, I think it'll be a tough seven games. Might be one of the greatest matchups ever, in my opinion. Um, see, you say that, and I, I agree. I think nobody's going to be able to stop KD, right? Uh, I think you can slow down Kyrie. James Harden is going to slow down himself, if I'm being honest. You know, he's one of my favorite players, but playoffs is not his uh, expertise, and he doesn't have a really high IQ going into the, in the playoffs. But you can't stop Joel Embiid. And Brooklyn is another team that is going to get destroyed. I mean, listen, who's in the garden? Jeff Green? Blake Griffin? Outside of DeAndre Jordan, who's going to probably play 15, 20 minutes at most, you know, in the playoffs, I, there's nobody that's going to stop Joel Embiid down low. And on top of that, even though Ben Simmons isn't shooting the ball, he's a 6'10 point guard, right? You put Kyrie on him, he'll just back him down. You put Hard on him, he'll get right to the basket. So it, it's a mismatch on both ends, or both teams, I should say. But, um, you know, I think it comes down to the better, you know, the more expertise team. So I'm going to say Philly could beat Brooklyn just because they have that championship pedigree coaching wise players on, on, on the, on the roster and they just have size advantage and they, they're playing well as a team. I'm Brooklyn hasn't played as a unit and miles said it in, in a long time. Everybody's been hurt. You had new players. It's, it's, I don't, I don't see them beating Philly. I think Philly will beat them in six games fully healthy. Um, I'm going to have to side with mo- most of what you guys have said, but looking at the grand scheme of things, like if you look at Brooklyn right now, you guys both said it. KD's been out for such a long time. Kyrie's been in and out. The only guy who's been very consistent on the team, I think he's even played more games than both of them this year is James Harden, you know? So, and as Johannes stated out, James Harden doesn't, he doesn't, he's not really a playoff guy, but, but bro, you got to look at, you got to look at it like this. You got KD, you got Kyrie, and both those guys could shine in the playoffs. They've, you, they've done it before. We've seen it before. This is a whole another squad where James Harden doesn't have to take the whole team on his shoulders. Where he could just like you know, like I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna do me right now. I'm, a, I'm. If he thinks back to his OKC days, which I know it was like a time ago, you know, but like Philly's situation, I think you guys hit it right on the spot. Joel's having an MVP season. Ben Simmons, Johannes, you said he's not shooting that much. He doesn't need to shoot that much, bro. He's already he's already producing out there without taking threes or mid-range jump shots. They are probably the biggest threat besides Brooklyn and Milwaukee in the East. So, it, like, again, it all depends on how, how much the Brooklyn Nets gel together when they come together in the playoffs. And that's, that's going to... It's gonna be it's gonna be different, but I think these guys got it. I want to say real real quick, real quick to both of you, right? This is another thing to bring up. <clears throat> Crunch time. Mm-hmm. In Brooklyn, you got three stars who are gonna want the ball. Mm-hmm. Let's just hypothetically, let's say it comes down to the wire. Let's say Harden gets the ball and takes that shot, and misses it. Mm-hmm. They will break down, in my opinion, because you got two of the softest players. You got a coach who won't hold anybody responsible the way Doc Rivers would 
if he was in that situation with those certain players. So I'm saying I think chemistry will be their biggest issue as well. Well, we don't know for sure. We'll have to see what happens because we haven't seen them in that type of situation, really. I'll say the closest thing we've seen that was when they played the Cavaliers and um, the young bull, uh, Mr. Colin Sexton, gave them 20 buckets consecutive points in a row going into overtime. So we'll see what ends up happening in the playoffs when the tensions are much higher and um, the fate of the team is on the line. But going into the next topic, we have a little discussion. We're going to have a little discussion about these MVP races. Um, and one candidate in particular that I think doesn't get enough recognition, and that's Mr. Dame Time, Damian Lillard. Do you guys think he deserves that MVP nod? And if if you agree or disagree, why? Um, I think Dame has been playing at an MVP level for the last three years, ever since LaMarcus Tech, ideally ever since LaMarcus Aldridge left, left, the, left the team. But when you think MVP, you think, okay, like this guy's the most valuable player to his team. Yes, and that. The one time I can recall where a guy didn't make his, like where his team was, it was subpar and they won the MVP and he won the MVP was um, Russell Westbrook's triple-double year where KD left for Golden State. Um, with the way the NBA is, I cannot go past um, Adam Silver and the way he what the way the media votes now is just like anyone could win it. it doesn't matter about team record it doesn't matter about none of that but as you guys were talking about before Joel Embiid LeBron James Luca's also having another MVP season but again going back to who knows he he definitely does deserve it but is he worthy of it I don't think so it was crazy. I'm not even a Dame Lillard fan, and I disagree with some of what Abdi said. But, like, man, I think it comes down to Joel Embiid and Dame Lillard, straight up. Nobody else. Everybody talks about five or six guys as the MVP, you know, discussion. Oh, he's playing an MVP. Nah, scratch that. It's Joel Embiid, Dame Lillard, both averaging over 30. All right? Lillard's averaging 30 with seven assists. McCollum being out for a month. He came back. Nurkic has been out for two months. He'll be back in a few weeks. Yeah. So, and their team is, what, fourth, fifth in the West? And you know how tough the West is, so I'm going to give him credit when credit's due. I've never really been a big fan of Dame Lillard. I think you both know that kind of. Like, I've been, all right, like, he's cool, like, you know, an average player. But he deserves to be in that race. And I'm actually not going to be mad if he wins it over Embiid or vice versa or whatever. They both deserve it, in my opinion. Uh and let's see where the uh, Trailblazers go as a fully healthy unit with everybody playing pretty well on that squad. Miles, can you can you throw out the record for the Portland Trailblazers right now? The Portland Trailblazers are currently sitting at twenty five and sixteen, which has got them a sixth seed in the Western Conference right now. They play Dallas tonight, so we'll see what the result of that is. But the last time that they played, CJ, thank God. He's back and healthy, put up 32 points on them. They won the last time they matched up. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I agree with you, Johannes. Definitely think that he deserves a nod. Um, I agree with you, Abdi. He's been playing last, like, three years. He's been an MVP caliber player, but nobody really gives him that recognition just because of the market. I think, personally, he does deserve, if not a nod, a second, a runner-up vote. And that's me being a Lakers fan coming from me. He definitely deserves the recognition because, I mean, this man is explosive. He scored, like, 
I want to say five 50, 50 point games a season. Five. That's a lot. And for him to not get that recognition is just crazy to me. But we'll see what happens. I think that they've got a good constructed roster. Um, but it's the Western Conference. It's wild. We'll see what, what the result is. But he's definitely an MVP caliber player to me. So if he, so so this is this is going back to what Johannes said where you, you guys might not make it back to the championship this year. You think you think Portland has a, a solid chance of, of holding you guys out of that, that contention? And I always think Portland's got a chance. They they're they've always been an explosive offensive team. Their problem is they just lack defense and that's always been their Achilles heel. But I've always been nervous, especially last year. That was the most nervous I'd ever been in the playoff matchup for my team. Hold on, hold on, going hold on. Into it. You were nervous of a team in the bubble last year that was below 500? Sir, they had who? a damn near have? perfect they had a damn near perfect record going into that that little play-in seating thing and they were on a mission. So yes, yeah, I was, was a little nervous it was, going it was, into that just because of how hot Dame was pulling the sh- pulling shots from half court. Yeah, Come it was on, it was it was Phoenix, it was Phoenix in Portland's bubble last year. Yeah, I, yeah. I must have missed something because they were not they were not threatening me. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're in a whole different conference. You don't have to worry about no, that. No, I mean like I mean as like Laker fans hitting me up saying the same thing when that was going on. I, I'm like, well, it's the trail, it's the Trailblazers. Okay, but you got to respect the opponent, man. They have him, and they have another uh, future Hall of Famer coming off the bench. Come on, right, but, but but who's the two players that you guys have? Okay, that's. <laughs> This I'm is just a, saying. It's, I'm it's just saying. Once you have Gary Trent guarding LeBron James, I know that they have no chance. It's an oxymoron of an argument for me to say I don't think LeBron James and AD is greater than Damian Lillard and Carmelo Anthony plus uh, CJ McCollum. Of course, I was. I think my team was going to win, but I was nervous because they can be explosive offensively. But we put the clamps on. Um, on that team for the most part, and we ended up coming up with a dub, and it worked out. Yeah, you, but... you, you didn't have to put clamps on that team. They put clamps on themselves. <laughs> you, you, te- you technically only had to put clamps on, on one guy on that. One team. guy. Yeah, thank you. Definitely. But, hey, they've got playoff experience, and they've got good team chemistry, so that always makes me nervous when we go into a, into a, a matchup. But... So, so you, do, you, do, you do realize it's only one guy that you had to put clamps on, you know? You, and it was it was a so low key it was, CJ. It was a low key struggle for you guys. Yes or no? It, a little. That's what that's what I'm saying. And and that's so one I'm guy. Trying to emphasize. That's so I'm just emphasizing. Because yeah. MV, he's an MVP caliber player. Hence, what hence game were you topic. guys watching? What was I missing something? Dude, that I saw first, a dude that named first game, Gabriel and the first, in, on the game and in, uh, inserted in the lineup and that first game, that first game. game. When we're talking about one game. That's all. Not a series, just one game. That sets the that sets the tone for the whole mat, the matchup. Right. I but know Laker Nation is laughing at me right now, talking I'll, about I'll say, crazy because game two, be game two, you guys won by forty points. Nervous. Okay, yeah, but that first game, it made me nervous enough to think oh, that okay, right. maybe I, they have I, a I'll, give, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not being a prisoner of the moment. But I remember thinking back to that time watching that game. I was like. They could really knock us out if they end up winning this game. Amen. But, you know, my team, they, it takes that first game for them to make the adjustments and that they figure out their opponent after that. But Last, last year, just, not this year, but go ahead. It's a different year, but it's a totally different team, too. So, you know, they have a good chance, I think, in my opinion. So, good talk, though. 
<laughs> on, on that little set of topics. But uh, for this, uh, for the next set of topics, we have usually Mr. Johannes likes to likes to take over this portion. I'm gonna go ahead and get into it for the culture. We got a couple of topics off of basketball that we're gonna get into right now. Um, just to start it off, um, what are you guys' Netflix recommendations? Because I got a couple for the people, a couple, well, one primarily. If y'all are into like sports or like reality TV, they got like the best of both worlds with what I'm about to recommend. That's being Last Chance You. They have a season right now that's focused on hoops, uh, a local school called East LA College. It is a good series and I highly recommend watching it. But what do you guys have? What's in your queue right now? Hey, man, listen, I don't really watch TV like that, but I, I've been watching two shows. One, one that just started up, but, you know, my favorite on Netflix, The Blacklist. You know, one of one of the one of the greatest shows of all time, in my opinion. Uh, but I, I'm, I've been been I've been binge watching that. Wow, that was a tongue twister. Um, but also, man, you know, this is a great show for all the Marvel fans out there. You know what I'm talking about, Miles? You know what I'm talking about? You know, oh yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know oh what I'm yeah, that premiered on Friday. Ooh, it's fire already. I'm I'm already loving that, but yeah, that's what I've been watching. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm just I'm a boring guy. You know, I I don't really watch TV like that. But those are two shows that I'm uh, I'm watching right now. Netflix recommendations. I definitely recommend what Miles said. Last chance, you the basketball one. Um, big ups to Netflix for a short season. You know what I'm saying? Due to like it was it it went through that whole like ordeal of like boom, you coming in. You coming in and then you expecting all this for these from these guys and you connect so much to a show and then they they go fully into COVID mode and they just it's it's an emotional roller coaster. So I definitely recommend that. And another another documentary that I saw was I think it's called Varsity Blues, where they talk about those uh rich people and the the scheme that they did to the money that they was given all these big prestigious schools too. I recommend that. And Will Smith and Netflix came out with a docu-series called The Mend, um, called The Mend. Um, so I definitely think you guys should check that out. Also, it's not on Netflix, but Snowfall is m my favorite show out right now. Y'all should check that out too. A bunch of people tell me to watch that show and I have yet to watch it because Lord knows I'm busy, but moving on to the next topic, fellas. Those are all great recommendations. Um, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Sean Bradley, who recently uh, found out got uh, put in a was wheelchair bound uh, after getting hit uh, from behind with a bicycle accident. So everybody be safe and pay attention. Get off your phone when you're on the roads, because I don't know how the hell you miss a seven footer, a seven foot six dude on a bike. That's beyond me. But um, I'm praying that for good health for that man right there and him and his family. Um, I believe there was a Drake milestone that happened recently, if y'all want to touch on that. Let me go first before Johannes starts to flame this guy real quick. Um, or you, Miles, I don't know. But um, big up to my guy, Drake, for, for I think he got top three billboard on all those three uh, EPs that he put out a while ago, uh, two weeks ago. So shout out to him. The only thing I don't like about this is, is I don't want it to be one of those albums where you have a bunch of songs that you put out before the project and then 
just put it into an album. So I hope it's not like that. Yeah. That's a big, I mean, personally, he's the GOAT of our generation. I think he, I wouldn't say rivals Michael Jackson, but he, he he's close. I, I would, dare he, I say, put them in the same category. He's up there. Close. Listen, man. Drake is up there. He's one of the greatest of all time, but he's not up there. And stop playing, all right? I don't even like Michael Jackson, but at least he, he was original. You know, he wasn't taking bars from the real GOAT. Uh, Soldier Boy, tell him. Here, all right? here we go. I'm just saying, man, listen. Give credit when credit's due. You're talking about Bow Wow put you on and made you who you are, Bow Wow? Bow Wow, yo, yippee I Come saw on, that. I, I saw that on, on, on Breakfast Club where Charlamagne was <laughs> dogging him, bro. So it's like, listen, man, you got to give credit where credit is due. And I think Soldier Boy does deserve credit. But at the same time, yeah, Johannes, Johannes, I think, I think you're, you're discrediting the fact that he's the goat of our era. I, I said that. I did say that. I'm saying when you compare him to Michael Jackson, Drake, Drake is taking how many people's clothes? He's gone to Houston, taking flows from there, Atlanta, Jamaica, oh, England. You see what I'm saying? So, like, like, a lot of artists and a lot of people made him who he is today. Yeah, there's influences so. that come from all over. Definitely agree with that. But, right. you know, and he's able to put it – he's able to culminate it and put it into his artwork and, right. you know, and he's not, able to express that. And I'm not discredit. I'm not trying to discredit him as an artist. He's one of the greatest. You know, you can – I dare somebody to put a versus with him and another artist <laughs> and see what happens. But I'm saying also you put that and Michael Jackson never had social media. They, he never had this social media That's true. platform. Put him in that in this era. Come on, man. You, it's I like, mean, technically he was around just for a brief moment in time. But I mean, can we imagine what life would be like if we had if we had that caliber, and this is the, this is what I'm saying. This is the closest thing we could even imagine to having, you know, a star that big, that huge with the age of social media. I mean, who else can we say like Taylor Swift? <laughs> this is being a pop star. Hey, if Soulja Boy never did Codeine, he would be one of the greatest still in the game. Hey man, he's a he's a legend, especially himself. I agree, but. I don't know if he put him on the same pedestal. He definitely started the whole internet wave, though. He did that. He did. He definitely did that. He digitalized hip hop and made it. You know, brought. He, he's one of those pioneers, definitely. So, so I would so, call him one of the goats. So did Fifty, but you guys don't want to talk about that. So and we can go man, on and care, on. Who cares about Fifty Cent? G Unit. Who names themselves <laughs> Fifty Cent? By the way, who wakes up with so yo my rap name's Fifty Cent? Come on, man, stop playing with me, bro. If he happens to watch this, he he don't mean that fitty. He don't. If he happened to be watching this on the off chance or listening, he he don't mean none of that, bro. Because we don't want none of that smoke. Just be real. We don't want none of the smoke with uh with with anybody from that camp from that uh. But uh, if we can move on to the last one, fellas. Uh, this is a little bit more serious topic, but I think it definitely um should be spoken about since we do have a platform we like to use our platform the most positive way possible and uh, that's uh regarding the shooter that happened in atlanta recently um i was gonna save this for the rant but um i'm gonna just go ahead and jump into it and go off real quick um i think it was a long time coming because of all the hateful rhetoric rhetoric that's been spewed from political figures especially within the past year 
with the Wuhan virus and the China virus, and it's been echoed in, you know, amongst ignorant and uninformed peoples of all race uh, outside of the Asian community and colors, you know, and vice versa. Um, I think people need to just stop being ignorant and um, stop the unnecessary violence against people, discriminating against them, because, you know, it's, it, it, it hurts, especially when you see people of your own community doing stuff like that when that's how we've been treated and a disenfranchised for so long. I just think it's, it needs to stop. Um, and people that are weaponizing this incident and crimes against Asian Americans uh, with anti-Black agendas, that also needs to stop because just because, you know, a certain person in a group happens to do something ignorant doesn't represent the whole group because, you know, Black people, we're not a monolith. We're a different type of people within a group and so on and so far for every other group. But that's just me. I think it needs to stop like ASAP. Like y'all, y'all can't be doing that ignorant shit. That's excuse my language, but that's, that's just, that's where I draw the line. All right. Yeah. So just echoing off what Miles said, man, he, he hit it on, on point. Um, you know, unfortunately we live in the stupidest, the greatest country in the world but with the stupidest people ever, you know, comparing to other countries and, um, you see it. I mean, you see the ignorance that's not only happened with that, but you see it when it comes down to masks or when it comes down to, you know, uh, when, when an innocent black life gets uh, uh, taken away on some stupidity and how a majority of Americans react. And, you know, you saw it on election night when a lot of people, not to make it political, but when a lot of people sided with a certain somebody and damn near made it a 50-50 split into election night. Uh, so you see how divided this country is and, you know, it's sad to see that people are so political and they can't just treat everybody with respect and understand where people come from. And, um, I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous, um, that we even have to speak about this or that, that that shit like this is going on. Um, just treat everybody with respect, man. You know, you don't know what people are going through. First off, second off, you gotta understand people that aren't from America, have a tougher life than people here you know you, you can ask him d where about him and his family or me and my family or you know people with family back home or people that have to deal with the struggles here in america and back home um but people fail to realize that and um everything miles said was on point and you know as a country we need to do better um you guys hit all the right spots and the right topics when it comes down to a situation that happened, especially like, like after what had happened the past year, almost a year, year and a half, almost a year and a half now, which is crazy to say, you know what I'm saying? George Floyd, all that. And then the fact that you got people out there that still don't get the message that don't want to change, don't want nothing to change. You know, it just goes to show that we live in a sick world and we live in a world where people think, that we should live in a way. And this is why this is why I recommended that that TV show. I mean, not the TV show, the docuseries, Amen, with, with Will Smith, where he talks about the 14th Amendment. And if you guys really want to dive into that, they, they, they did a great job of how that all connects to what's going on today. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of there's a lot of mishaps going on going on around the world. But a lot of the, the mishaps going on around the world is because the way certain people were raised and continuing from generation to generation to generation. 
And can we stop that? Can we change that? Yes. But yeah, it's going to take a while, bro. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take a lot of us educating and teaching these youngins that, hey, bro, the way to stay peaceful and happy in this world is to, as Johanna said, to treat each other with, with respect. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. Peace and love I, and respect, bro. And I, so, Abdi's right on point. And I do want to say one thing because he's right. But I want to say one thing. It is sad that people have to educate themselves to treat people with respect. I, I, I never knew that's something you had to do is to learn and be educated on how to respect people. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, it's, I thought it was just something that, with, that you have compassion in your heart. Yeah. And you treat your neighbor, you treat the person, you know, at, at the store or at work or whatever with respect. It's, it's just that simple in my eyes, but I guess not with a lot of people. Yeah, it's a sad truth. You know, it's the world that we live in. Unfortunately, not everybody um, just naturally gives people respect. They just feel like they can treat people however they want to. But I am a thorough believer in, you know, uh, behavior is not, you're not born with behavior. Behavior is learned. So it's, you know, the environment and the household and um, how they were raised. So just goes to show you just how impactful um, the events that went down are recently and um, <clears throat> us being a sports podcast a basketball in particular podcast but you know socially conscious one uh, we just had to echo our sentiments and tell people how we really felt about that topic because it's a big you know big issue in our country that we live in right now but with that being said thank you guys for joining us we appreciate y'all hold um, on hold on i want i want i want to go off real quick can i go off can, you need, can, you can need I to real quick bro hey go ahead go ahead brother you know all me right. all right so like let's, let's go america it. america is opening up again and I, I i appreciate the fact that america is opening up again that means that we we've done a, a solid job of you know wearing face masks and whatnot but like i'm gonna keep this short and simple bro florida has been against all face mask protocols, COVID-19 protocols, and we saw that, with, especially with spring break going on right now. So, yo, to the governor, I don't even know your name, and I, at this point, I don't even care for your name, bro. The fact that he, <laughs> bro, the fact that he doesn't care about the state of the, the, the world, you know, goes to, they had a lockdown. Everywhere else in America is pretty much open, but but Miami, which is like vacation hub for a lot of people during this time in summer and the tourists. So, yo, Miami Governor Bray, that that. And I could tell you why it's open. It's all about that uh that almighty dollar, man. Yeah, spring break drives bro. a lot of people. Spring break cars kids going out. Yeah. And um, all I can say to those people is I hope you don't live with the people that are closest to you because uh, um, that's not going to help nothing. It's not going to fix nothing. I mean, you can you could build memories and have a good time after this whole thing is collectively um, tackled and beaten. And we build enough herd immunity where everybody can do it safely and responsibly. But, hey, um, I'm praying for that day to come quick. What did Joe say? He said before the 4th of July, I sure hope he's right. Hey, I hope in, Maine, right. in Maine, Abdi knows this, but in Maine, uh, everybody will be able to have the vaccine by April 16th. Which is good. Love for, that. Which is good because Maine is a big tourist attraction for people. So Yeah. yeah. I know somebody moving there now. So, uh, yeah. Move back. Yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing in Maine. <laughs>
<laughs> hey man, it was beautiful. Especially this around this time of year with the springtime, man. I, I see the trees and the and the um fish <laughs> fishing. Yes, yeah, you struggle to have two things out there. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, but you know, I if I get the opportunity, I'm gonna come back and visit y'all as soon as I get it. But I would like for y'all to come out here and come see me. There's a lot to do. Well, potentially. Maybe, Hopefully by that time maybe, it'll be maybe, all open up. Maybe after Fourth of July. Maybe. All right, all right. I would love to see that. But uh, Johannes, did you want to go off? Do you have anything to to echo? Uh, uh not really. I mean, I want to go off on the Celtics, but they're, they're trash and they don't deserve my time right now. So. <laughs> no, no, bro. Go ahead. You got a whole minute to talk your ish right now, bro. Go, please. Oh, that's nothing. A minute nothing. ain't long enough. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, I can make it. I can make it a quick fifteen seconds, man. Listen, the trash, yeah. top to bottom. Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens, everybody outside of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Robert Williams, you're all trash. And I hope you guys don't make the playoffs this year, just to learn how it feels to be that bad. I mean, you guys are just garbage. Yeah, I agree. Definitely agree with you. So, y'all heard it from them. Celtics think the Celtics fans think the Celtics are trash, man. So, with that being said, Lakers are trash. With that being said, y'all, thank you again for joining us. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and tell us what you think. Go ahead and comment um, peace, peace in the comments if you made it to this this part of the video. Um, go ahead and give us a like, subscribe. Go ahead and hit up that merch. We got new merch that just dropped uh, recently um, on the Teespring store and the Half Court Entertainment store. So go ahead and hit that up and listen to us on on a, on a via podcast. Go ahead and follow, subscribe, and get your notifications bell on so you get notified next time we upload something. So with that being said, it's been Half Court Entertainment. It's been the Technical Foul Podcast. Thank you for joining. Y'all stay safe. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.